My name is Glory. I'm a third year student studying at the Bartlett School of Architecture in London, originally from Hong Kong. And I'm Yan Shan. I'm a third year architecture student studying at the Bartlett as well, and I'm originally from Malaysia. You're listening to Designing Thoughts with the Archigals, a podcast where we talk about working and creativity, living well, the human condition with relationships, and life experiences. Before we get into the podcast, I would just like to ask for a small favor. It would mean a lot to us if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or leave a comment on our YouTube channel just to let us know how you feel about the podcast and other topics you'd be interested in hearing in. Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast, Designing Thoughts. I'm your host, Gloria, and this is my co-host, Yan Shan. And today is actually the final episode of the podcast, which is like really sad. But then we thought it would be nice to do like a wrap up of everything, um, you know, tie up the loose ends um, and just talk about... About, like our final experiences well we started this podcast back in like second year yeah end of second year because we thought it'd be nice to like recap our experiences mm-hmm. and then it was just nice to like chat you know during lockdown and everything um and then the podcast was born and then we also wanted to document our experiences at the bartlett in third year and then we really enjoyed doing that i think it's just now like clashing of like time and it's just really hard to find time to record and stuff yeah. so we thought it'd be nice to tie up the loose ends and do like a final episode on like you know after jobs. yeah jobs and after like all of um university like where we're at now and then like moving forward so we hope you enjoy this episode on jobs and where we're at now okay so i guess well it will start with after uni so the summer show was in july and then it was like people had applied for jobs before that as well like may june july but in architecture i feel like it works very differently from other industries like i know other industries recruit up to a year in advance and you had to go through a whole like tests interviews group interviews blah blah blah, blah. but I could just kind of like here's my CV and my portfolio please hire me and then they'll <laughs> interview you maybe or they won't and then and then you get the job and you start like they're like oh start next week you're like okay cool <laughs> yeah no you summed it up so nicely because like I know my my friend like my flatmate she got her placement this year and she applied it like a year ago like she was doing the interviews and everything like all throughout like her final year and then she got it and then yeah like you said like after summer show that's like when you have to do everything because i think even before summer show you didn't even have your full portfolio ready yet so then you have to put everything together at the final step and then like start sending out applications and yeah like you said like please hire me it was just really everything was really rushed it was really tough and then for me because over summer i went to new york for a fellowship so in in some way i felt like i missed out the golden time to like apply for jobs in architecture obviously when everyone was in london like looking for jobs i don't know if it was the case for you because you went back to malaysia and other people went back home so i don't know if that was the case but then i certainly felt like i missed out like a huge chunk of my time between like because i wasn't here from july to august i thought actually i would have preferred not preferred but i think i started at a good time but i think i would have rather have gotten a job earlier so Mm. so that'll be like secure after summer but then again i know like they, people can't hold jobs for you forever so yeah right like yeah like they, they say you have to start like two weeks later yeah so and even when even when you were applying like firms were still hiring to be fair yeah it is just really uncertain and i i think also like i spoke to my tutor from like my final year and he was saying that the market was in general just like pretty bad mm-hmm. i think this year so i think the hiring process is just like a lot slower yeah. and it was definitely better than in the covid years but even then i felt like firms didn't hire as many part ones i don't know 
Yeah. Like, even my film has so many part twos, but, like, not even half as many part ones. I'm the, like, I don't know what's happening. I'm the only part one at yeah, my exactly. film. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I feel like films just don't want part one. I mean, I get why we're kind of useless, but, like, <laughs> but like still. I no, I remember you saying, like, if I was a company, I would not hire me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I documented, well, I technically documented, like, the difficulties of, like, job hunting, like, on my YouTube, because that time was, like, so tough. Mm. I swear to God, September was, like, the worst month of my life. Like, as in, like, this year, it was so bad, because the uncertain, the idea of, like, uncertainty is yeah. just, like, so bad. I think compounded with, like, other people have jobs as well. So then no, like, yeah. Compare. I had such a bad week. I remember when you and, like, our friends was telling, like, when all of you guys oh. got jobs, and then I was like what's wrong with me oh, like it no, was yeah no. <laughs> it was i felt so bad like i know inherently nothing is wrong right it's just like timings luck didn't work out or anything right but then like you just can't help feeling like oh yeah you know it's probably because my work is really bad or like you know i just you know i'm not good enough like for them to hire me you know i think the worst thing about like job hunting is the fact that like every day you spend so much time working on applying but then like all your effort mm. like at least like, 90%, it might it might amount to nothing Exactly. No, yeah. it, and like no, ninety percent is like it will amount to nothing because like you can only take one job. So like most of it just like amounts to nothing, and I just really hate that when you like put so much effort into something and it just like means nothing in the end. You know, so it was really tough. Did you have that like when you were applying? You applied in June, no May July, and June, um, May and June, before and summer over, show. Yeah, I applied. I was applying during summer show. Like, uh, okay. like I was prepping for summer show, but it was discouraging. Like I would get. I wouldn't even get rejected because they don't do they don't really send out rejection letters. They just kind of ignore you. Yeah, they ghost you. Which is like, what the hell? That's so mean. But yeah. anyway, and then like you like some like some some people will get like interviews and stuff, and it's just like kind of discouraging. And I think like I think what was more discouraging was that people would have gotten jobs already through connections tutors. or tutors, especially tutors, because I feel like like the tutors would are very clear with who they like when it comes to jobs, mm. which was a bit like. Hmm. yeah and i I feel like if you're in a unit where the tutors have their own firm or like their friends have firms you're kind of like guaranteed to like be there if they like you you know some units like some units just help you like even zero i should probably should name drug units (laughs) anyway some units some units would help you and some units wouldn't yeah or some units would just help the ones that they like which yeah, I mean it's fine as well, but I feel like sometimes they like promise you more than they actually. I don't know. Or or more like you get false hope, or you're yeah. kind of like you know before you're like, you're like waiting on it. Maybe maybe they like me. Enough. Maybe maybe not. But I mean, I'm I'm so grateful that my tutors like helped me in the end. I mean, my tutors don't have their own firm, but like they they did help me with like making my job portfolio and like you know just giving me some general advice on like applying to jobs because. Like we said in the last pod- last episode, like the school just didn't help us with like applying for jobs or anything. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about like applying to jobs. Like I was sending out cold emails. I don't know if you did this. Like I would just like look up a bunch of like architecture firms and I just send cold emails, which is actually so stupid. Like I remember talking to my mom about this and she was just like, why would you do that? And I was like, well, no one told me not to do this. Yeah. So like, I- how am I supposed to know, you know? Um, I think like the biggest piece of advice would be to just send it through a reference like always get a reference even if the referee is like a part one like uh-huh. you have to send it through somebody you can't just cold send it so do you just say it in the email like oh this person or, or, referenced or, or, me or like you have to know somebody inside I, I feel like who like you kind of know who can like pass the portfolio to the HR ah uh, okay I feel like that like would be like or like yeah well. so then the advice would be like network while you're in school I guess so 
Yeah. Or, like, even your seniors, like, even people who you don't really know. Oh, like, yeah, well. like, some people talk to, like, the people who, like, graduated and yeah. was working in certain companies. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. our friend did that. It's so. not, like, that um, crazy. Like, you don't have to, like, network all out. Yeah. You can go on, I guess you can just go on LinkedIn, see where people yeah. work, and then, like, talk to them. Hey, I'm from Bartlett, too. Like, can you yeah. help me? Although, I think the school could have helped more. For example, in other schools, like, some, I know some schools, like, would pass the... CVs on for you so you just send it to the school like administrator and they'll pass it on and that that's like so much more helpful. helpful yeah job hunting just sucks like I feel yeah. like we never like we at least for me I didn't expect it to be like such an emotional roller coaster yeah for me and then you also have to like know what kind of like what you're aiming for as well like and even when you're at school like sometimes working towards like a particular type of firm is also useful instead of just like yeah. although it's good to explore your creativity and stuff it's also quite cool it's also like maybe more useful in the long term if you think about where you want to go end up in the end yeah like sometimes I, I know like people say like oh architecture is like really broad you can like look into different industries but then I found that that was like maybe like a bit difficult I don't know maybe it's like the current economy but like I felt like the most straightforward thing to do was just like you know apply for like part one because you're kind of like guarantee like you're most suited for that particular job yeah I don't know yeah I just wish we got more help you know let's talk about like interviews or like small companies and big companies because I thought that was like the one thing I learned I thought was like really interesting like the thought of like small company versus like big companies and like what they look in a candidate did you have like interviews with like I only had one interview at the place you work now uh okay so I I had like five interviews yeah no ah, that was that was the stuff i put in the video yeah i have five interviews so basically towards the end i was just like applying on dc jobs because i was like oh they actually advertise their position so i should actually like apply through a platform where they're actually looking for part one and then like four of them were small firms and then one was like the big one which i'm at now but and then also they received so many applicants i didn't realize was, yeah oh sorry our friend was saying that they got like hun- like hundreds like yeah 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 so like in the first few like first day like yeah so I applied to this job which like rejected me I didn't go to an interview with them and they sent me a response email they were like uh we got 350 emails uh and you didn't get in and I'm like well thanks for telling me that like you didn't have to tell me the specific number of how many applicants you got that's why I wasn't like good enough for like you yeah. you know but yeah, it's just crazy how many people are applying. Like, it's yeah. so tough, you know? Yeah. I didn't expect the competition to be so crazy. And then you would expect, like, oh, from Bartlett. Like, you know, I have a good degree from Bartlett and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's going to help me. Uh, maybe not. But I think also just because, like, people... Everyone wants to come to London, I think. Like, even fair. if you study not in London. So then it's, like, lots of people. Yeah, fair. Yeah, so going back to the whole small versus big companies thing... Um, so I interviewed at four small companies and the thing that I realized that was really different was the fact that like small companies are really like specific in what they look in look for in a candidate mm-hmm. so like I think they have like really clear outlines of like what they want so they'll say like oh you have to be really proficient in like vector works mm-hmm. or like have to be really proficient in CAD or you need to have like previous uh, experience in working in UK residential projects and I was like but I just graduated yeah. and I'm a part one. Like, how am I supposed to have those experiences, you know? So they were just really specific. And especially because I worked on, like, completely hand drawings in, like, third year. So when I showed them stuff, they were, like, really supportive. They were like, oh, we're so, like, it's so 
nice to see you like exploring all these methodologies and stuff but then I guess when it comes down to like being I guess quote-unquote realistic they're like we're not gonna hire you because like you didn't like use the softwares that we're looking for in this particular candidate mm. whereas I feel like which I totally understand you know because like if it's a small firm they need like really specific people to execute the tasks that they want them to execute and they don't have enough like you know finances or space to train up people or time to do that so I completely get it mm. whereas like in bigger companies like I guess obviously they have like more resources time and like money to train up people the way that they want to do so they can just like hire people that they think align with the company like based on like their character personality and like hire them that's how I felt when like I was like having my um interview with like company I work now yeah I think also like just based on now 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 when I hear hear, like people who interviewed discussing the interviews that that took place they also like focus a lot on like character and how the people are like whether you like to work with them you mean big companies mm-hmm. well is that how you felt when you like did the interview with your company like you think they focus a lot more on like your personality and like yeah or like whether you're just easy to get along with because like <clears throat> even when I overheard conversations of like people discussing interviews a lot of it was just like oh they, pre- they presented themselves really well the portfolio was like not bad like I feel like the work is like depends you know really either your work is super exceptional or you're like just nice I don't know yeah you think I mean yeah I mean I don't know we can only speak from like our Mm. own experiences you know but I I do feel like I try to be like as authentic and myself as possible like between like all the five interviews that I went to but like when I do see like that you know like the rejection emails that they give you a lot of the time it's just saying like your skills are not like a good fit for the Mm. company so sometimes like even though it's really tough to like face that rejection like like it hit me really hard in like the first one or two rejections I got but like ultimately I just came to the realization it's just like skills wise and it's just like not the right time so like it's fine it's not really like rejecting you as a complete person you know so then I try to like think of it from that way that sounds really helpful yeah and also like the other thing that I wrote down is like I feel like interviews in general I'm just like trying not to get my hopes up because like sometimes you really want to like go to this one place I remember like interviewing for this one small company and then I really liked their um their vibe and the the founder who I spoke to and she was a really nice person um and then like afterwards I thought the interview went really well so I was like oh I, I got this in the bag like I'm gonna go there it's so nice it's a good location and I just like got my hopes up so like, when she sent me that rejection letter like it hit me so hard oh, yeah, I this. yeah yeah so like afterwards like for the next four I was just like you know what I'm just not gonna get my hopes up so like after the interview I'm like yeah it went well but if I don't get it, it's fine, you know? So that was, like, my way of dealing with it. Yeah. I think also, like, going into it, like, at the start of the application process, you have, like, these favorites which you think, like, oh, for sure, they'll hire me. Like, my work is so suited to theirs, but, you know, it's yeah. just, like, it's a lot of it's fate, kind of. Yeah, I do feel like it's, like, timing and luck and everything it all plays together. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about is, like, I feel like architecture is just, like, in general, like, an underpaid profession. I don't know if you feel this. I mean, oh, yeah. I feel... I feel like a lot of people like talk about this even then like during Bartlett like during school they were talking yeah. about this because Reba has this like range of like how much you should get paid um as in part one and like obviously with like rising like living expenses and everything it's like really hard especially in London you know so like I remember like going to this one interview and they like talked about like the salary that was like really low and I was like oh, like would I would I work here for like a really low salary just for experience you know so it's like I don't know it's a lot of thoughts like going through this I feel like it's just growing up a lot you start to think about money and I think everything. it is really shitty because like even compared to other jobs it the pay is quite bad I have to say because yeah. like I, I interviewed no I had a job offer for like a totally different 
um, industry and the pay was like so much better like yeah. and I wasn't even going to be working more hours or like more intensely just based on like my experience doing internship in that company versus how I work now like I feel like architecture is only for the people who can afford it or like people who really love it which is yeah. not good yeah especially I think it's just like the pay for like long hours as well and like you don't get paid over time yeah. I suppose I guess the view is that like at a part one level you're not really getting paid to work as, 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 as in like you, a lot of it's also like training like yeah you're, like you're learning through while working so then therefore it's like different yeah but still like I'm grateful that you know we get to learn and stuff and like I mean the pay does cover like the living expenses in London mm. so like you know I'm really grateful for that yeah. and then the last one I wanted to talk about like during that really difficult like job hunting experience that I had was just like in order to like ease the process of like not having a job like throughout September like it was really tough because I really hate like not being busy and the guilt of just like using money that mm. is not my own and not making money after I graduate was just like eating me on the inside and mm. I felt so horrible like that I think that was why I was feeling feeling so bad and not also like knowing that after this we still have to go back to school you know like we still have to pay for school somehow you mean like for well, master too yeah yeah I guess if you're going down that route yeah so then it's like a lot of these things that you start to think about I guess that's the whole like adulting like growing up part you know so yeah it's just a lot of these things and then also the just the uncertainty like oh but I don't know when my job is gonna come like in September I'm like am I not gonna have a job until like December like is it gonna be a few months of like me just sitting here in my house in my flat and just being sad so it's like really hard um so like during that process I think it was just like I did lots of reading on like self-improvement and I journaled a lot I just tried to like talk to people like just to stay positive and stay afloat and also I think the really good thing actually that I did during that time is actually spending weekends off even though it felt like very counterproductive mm -hmm. to be like oh but you should be using this time to like find jobs but actually because the companies don't post job listings on the weekend so actually it gives me an excuse to like not do anything so yeah. it was really nice to do that but I think it's just like having faith that like you're gonna find a job like and we're like people like so many people are going through the same thing I remember people reaching out to me like during this time and it's just reassuring to know that it's like you're, you're not alone other people are going through the same thing and then like we're all in this together and you're gonna like have faith that you're gonna find it in the end so yeah, yeah. for sure I mean also like I feel like we're all young-ish mm. like don't be so hard on yourself yeah, there's time. <laughs> yeah. You didn't take a gap year. I didn't take a gap year. So you, you can't afford to take some months off. Yeah, it's actually crazy to think that we're already working at like 21. I don't know, for well, me. I mean, least. I think it's normal, right? Yeah, it's but normal. Like, but still. Yeah, to me it's kind of crazy too. Yeah. And then I think we can talk about experiences of working our first job because this is like, my at least for me, like my first ever job, like yeah. official job in my life. I don't yeah. know if it's for you because you did yeah, internship. I mean, internships are like chill different but I think it's like interesting how I feel like our firms are pretty similar mm. like they're quite corporate and big mm. yeah which is interesting because I work completely different yeah so it's like you know in the end like it depends how it turns out but I I really like my job I like the 9 to 5 and I think like especially compared to because you were just reflecting on third year like especially compared to third year like I like how I'm not thinking about my job constantly yeah fair um, yeah I would say like our firms are pretty similar big and corporate and then they have like different branches across the world so actually it, it's been like really nice to see like how like the firm functions I guess could you say hierarchy I guess mm. you can say hierarchy because they are like you know you have to like get um, the director slash principals like 
approval before you can like send it to the client or something like that and then just like seeing how projects work like in a team is like really interesting to see um and i guess it's also nice because like our friends work at like smaller firms or like medium-sized firms and you can see like the differences yeah the different dynamics and like how in like a bigger company like you don't really get to talk to people like we said this also like you don't really get to at least for me i find it more difficult to socialize with people because like you're always working and you don't want to like disturb other people maybe especially in your firm where there's not much of a part one culture like there's not many part well there's no part ones so. <laughs> yeah did you like talk to your part ones often in the office yeah i think so i think also big offices are nice because they have quite a lot of socials as well yeah we discussed like quite a lot of like just like they have a lot of budget i guess or more budget for like things like sustainability and like talk cpds and also like for hanging out like spending time with just like as an office pub nights that kind of thing yeah sometimes i feel like they have that and then i don't know if you have this sometimes like i hear all the benefits and i'm like oh my god i don't deserve all these benefits because like because <laughs> no for me because i feel like i'm just like at the bottom like i'm the smallest potato you know like oh that's true and then i'm just like why do why am i getting all these benefits like you know like free... well they're paying you not much okay okay fine <laughs> but like you know like free lunch on fridays like every other yeah, friday nice. like half days off and then like you know holidays and all those things so i'm like oh like that's so nice and then like yeah trying to make the most out of like all those things you know yeah. um, i think like especially when you compare it to smaller places it's quite different but also like as you said we're at the bottom especially in a big firm i feel like you really feel like you're at the bottom like they give you like the really bottom tasks to do fair and then it's nice to like i think it's nice as a break from very intense work but also like i, I guess in the smaller firms you just feel, you, you'd feel more involved and you'd feel like more responsibility and accountability to the project yeah i mean i, I remember talking to our friends and they were saying like they just get a lot of responsibility like talking to clients like directly yeah. which obviously like we don't get to do that so i think it's just nice like talking to friends and seeing like the different experiences and it's just nice to see like how different firms function you know but i'm just glad that i get this opportunity like at all and like even though you're at the bottom i guess they, they give you more space and like time to like develop and like train you up you know yeah and sometimes like i do appreciate the fact that because like i am like at the bottom of the ladder so then i can't bear that much responsibility so like for example when i leave the office sometimes like everyone's still working and i feel so bad for like leaving on time but then at the same time it's also like they don't need me so like i guess it's okay you know and then the other thing that i felt like really like a lot like since work started was just the feeling of being thrown into the adult world when when i was in socials of like the companies and like talking to people like everyone's just talking about their husbands or their wives or their kids and i'm just like i'm a kid i felt so weird and then it was just like because obviously like you said there's no part ones in, in my office so everyone's like part two like about to get married or like they've yeah. been working there for like I don't know, 10, 20 years, and, like, yeah. they, like, it, it's just their life, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know how you feel about that. I think I really liked, like, that you get to see people, because especially if, in, I feel like in our profession, it's very, like, you're, an, like, we all, we're all on the same path, mm. if you're gonna be an architect in the future, so it's nice to see people, like, two years, five years, or ten years down the road, and, like, what that could potentially look for you, although it's, obviously, it's very different, like, person to person and firm to firm, but it's, it's nice yeah it, it is nice and i feel like generally people are like really nice you know sometimes when the senior people talk to me i'm like oh do you really like, want to like, like why? Yeah. yeah i'm like do you really want to spend yeah. your time talking to I me i have that like tutor tutee like mindset. Like, mindset but actually now we're all kind of equal like, but not really like we're all like adults you know so they treat me like an adult they don't treat me like like i'm a student 
Yeah, but still, it's like so weird, you know. Sure. And then like when you say looking down the line, actually, I had this whole like I don't know what do you call it. Like you just think into the future. Oh. You think into the future like a lot. And then I I remember like looking at the people at like the office, and I'm like, oh my god, like if I take architecture, is that gonna be me? Like I'm just gonna be working like for the rest of my life. Um, I don't know. This is just just like a thought that I had, which is like weird, you know. Yeah. But then I think like ever since I started working, I'm just giving. I just started like giving my life a lot of thought, mm-hmm. and then like things like money, adulting, like work-life balance, and then you have to start thinking about like personal finance, like taxes and like mm-hmm. bills and all those things, and it's like so weird to think about, you know? Yeah, I think also moving on from that, also it's like not just like how you manage money and things, but also like how you would yeah like like manage your life like and like where do you want to be in in five years like even oh. physically like when I was younger I was like oh I'm gonna go to America I'm gonna go to UK I'm gonna go everywhere like work in Europe for a bit but like like which of these you actually want and now you have to like start prioritizing what you actually want to do and like work towards it. Yeah, it sounds so adulty. This conversation is so adulty. Yeah. I think also another thing was that another thing that that I realized was that like you really have to find like work life balance because school is like. A lot of work and not a lot of life, but like it, it's not sustainable like in the long run. And now mm-hmm. I'm glad that like I'm trying to find that now. Like you have to have hobbies and interests, but not just so that like you have something to do in your free time, but also so that you're like a more like well-rounded person. And then that also helps when you like interact with your colleagues and stuff. Like I think like people always want to work with someone who is more interesting and enthusiastic and has interpersonal skills rather than someone who is just like a workhorse. Yeah, like your personality is not just architecture. Oh no, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what what have you been doing like hobbies like on the side? Well, well, not much. Too. I'm just going out, <laughs> reading, watching movies. I think it's yeah. But like, I, I mean, just do what you like, and then yeah. that brings you like your enthusiasm. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, same here. Like, actually, the the main difference, like, I mean, between like work and like school is that like when you leave the office, like you're actually just like distance yourself. I remember in the first week, like because everything was on Teams. Um, in the email, and then I remember asking some of my colleagues. I was like, "Um, should I be kept in the loop? So should I like connect my phone to like my work email?" And they were like, "Don't do it, don't do it." <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna do it then." So like when I leave, I really like leave. Like they really cannot contact me, you know. So um, yeah. So I think yeah, it's really important finding like work life balance. So like currently, well, outside of work, I'm like doing YouTube, like trying to like lean into that, and then currently I'm writing an ebook on like applying to architecture schools. For the UK, so that's been really fun for me. And then yeah, I think I just really enjoy that, like on the side. And then you can actually like focus on your hobbies, like you said, or like yeah. having fun with friends, like full on, and not like thinking like, oh, I have to go back to the studio and like do work. Yeah, know? for sure. But I think also it's scary. It's like because you know that th- that this is a path you can go down on. You know that that architects of the future. But then also it's like you do want to like shape that future. Like you want if I like if I go to start a practice in the future, like I do want to like have a say in what that looks like. And I feel like I have to work towards that now. You mean like, according to your performance in the job? No, I didn't like. Even though like the job is, is like my job, and then I have my life. I still have to like spend time thinking about what I want to do, moving yeah. on. Like the job can't be, it. It yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I had this whole like thought. Like I don't know. 
So like, I don't know how you feel. I feel like you're kind of like on the pathway, like, oh, you want to like continue pursuing the path of architecture, which is really good because you're in the environment with so many people like down the line and you can ask them for like support. Whereas like for me, like I'm still unsure if I even want to do a master's for like architecture. So a lot of my thoughts is just like, I'm going to see how this year out goes and then make a decision. So I'm still like very unsure of my path because I don't want to like just do master's just for the sake of like, oh, it's straightforward and I'm going to do it. Um, I mean, we're all 22, right? Like, this, tons of you, time. You, what? We're only 20. Oh, you're 21. Well, I'm 22. <laughs> There's tons of time, like, like if you want to, like, try something different. Better to do it now than, like, yeah, exactly. five years later. So, and then I thought it'd be really interesting to talk about the idea of job versus school, because, like, we did talk about this. And, I mean, we had this conversation when we, like, hung out, like, last week, and we were saying, like, do you prefer job or like school more and then we had like very opposing answers so i thought it was really interesting to like talk about it so do you prefer job or school i prefer working like so much more mm-hmm. like i just feel so much more relaxed uh-huh on a day-to-day basis because you know your work hours yeah and i know like at work also like i feel like this just comes because i'm at i'm in a junior position but like i don't really feel much accountability like if someone told me to do something then i just do it to the best of my ability mm. and then if it was the wrong thing to do it's not really my fault because i wasn't like decide i didn't decide to do it i was told to do it and like you're just started so it's not like you could have known like all these things yeah but i think this will wear off after a while he will expect you to be like more useful you know (laughs) just for now yeah and you also said like well yeah outside of work and then like you don't have to think about it like a lot yeah i don't feel guilty about not being at work Uh uh-huh if i if i stay like because now i think even at work now i go in like for a bit longer every day because i know i take like sometimes like have lunch and stuff anyway so then I go in like um like nine to six thirty, which is like a bit longer. Then I'm like, wow, my full day is full, you know. Like mm. I finish my task for the day and everything. Yeah, but like, didn't you have time where you were also like um overworking? Like yeah, yeah. There was a, there was a, a week or two, no, just one week and a few days that I was like staying late and that was not fun. But also like I didn't mind it that much because I also knew that like when I oh I didn't feel stressed out about finishing it on time basically because like the team was stressed out but I was like chill you know I'm just like like, a work dog like I'm just there to do it then when I go home I still don't I don't even think about it yeah 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 fair and like you don't get do you get paid for like overtime no No. I don't think it's common in the architecture industry but then how does like working overtime compare to like working late nights into like um, school like would you say it's oh because I feel like at school like you feel a lot of personal pressure to finish it though and to do it well like if it's not done it's because you didn't want to do it uh huh so like as in like I think I don't feel as much like accountability like you're not as involved because it's yeah. not like your personal project yeah so I don't feel like and I don't get this like like dread I used to feel so much dread that like oh I couldn't finish it by tutorial day mm. and then I would get like like oh then if I don't finish my tutorial day then my tutors won't like me my tutors don't like me then I can't get a job I can't get a job then it's like it's my like life is ruined yeah I, I guess it's nice to hear like comparing the different late nights I suppose yeah. like job and work um so for me like I prefer school as you can tell we're the opposite I prefer school like the thing is like I find it so interesting that we have the same exact reason for like choosing the other option so like my reason for liking school is because I feel like in in my job like I don't have as much accountability and like I have less control over like what I'm doing and it's like kind of like mindlessly working sometimes it's like obviously I know what I'm doing but then I don't know the full scope of like what I'm actually working on like you know the project wise like speaking to the clients like what they're talking about I never know the full picture so like I only I can only do the tasks that they tell me what to do today so like 
when I come into work, sometimes I don't know what I'm gonna do, and I only yeah. know what. Do you not like that? Is that making you very anxious? I guess so because, like I said, remember, like in third year, I would like after tutorial, I plan my week accordingly, and then, for example, say like I finish my task for Monday, and if I'm really tired, I can be like, okay, I'm gonna leave earlier, and then like just chill. But then I know I'm gonna be fine for the tutorial because I already finished what I said I was gonna do. Yeah. Whereas in work, I have to stay there until six, which is fine like i don't mind it because that was nor- my work hours normally at bartlett as well but then i don't really have control over it it's like i finish my task but then i have to ask them like oh what what can i help with next because my hours has not been complete yet no oh, yeah for so sure. so that was like what i think about um and yeah i don't like the whole thing of like working mindlessly and it's not really like my project because like at school i felt like my project was my project and i had like my say in it that that's kind of like my thought like compared like job in school I just like having that and I felt like at school I was like working it for like myself you know it's like my work like Glory's portfolio Glory's ideas and stuff so like, I think maybe I got used to that aspect of it that's interesting because I feel like I like the fact that like it's not my project mm-hmm. like I'm doing this for like the bigger team vision yeah which makes me feel part of something whereas I feel like I think it's so interesting because I feel like when it's my own project I'm like ah oh, you know like who's gonna look at it anyway it doesn't matter anyway <laughs> But like in work, it's gonna get built, you know. Like yeah, in the future, yeah, you're like this, you're like making something which is actually like real. Mm. I guess so. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just because I like the feeling of like it's a part of me. Mm. Like it's really me. I guess maybe it's the idea of like another part one could have replaced you on the team. It's but true. like but like oh. with your project, it's like you can't be replaced because it's like your project. Yeah. That's true. So that, that that's just like a few thoughts that that's I so have. Because I think it's comforting to know that someone can replace me. It's like, oh, <laughs> you know, I'm not like, like if, that I don't, special. if I don't do it, like no one's gonna like die. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair. But yeah, I I mean, despite that, I'm still really grateful that I, like I'm in the company because like if it's not because of that, you don't really get to know like what you think about like these things and like details. So it's really yeah. nice to have that. Um, and I just really appreciate like you know the opportunity to get to learn like new things in softwares and you just see like how far like a software can be taken you know yeah. and I'm also I mean to be fair I'm just really grateful that like my company took me in because like I mean I was doing hand drawings and then like they took me in and now I'm doing like Rhino and AutoCAD and like so I'm just really grateful they gave me this opportunity and just like learn a lot about like the different like cultures of working and everything and everyone's just really nice in the office so yeah, I mean, job versus school is like each has its own like pros and cons, you know. Yeah. So, but I definitely miss like school in the sense that I miss the academic focus of like things. I miss discussing my project like on a deeper level than just like how it looks. And I feel like I miss like the references. I miss like lectures. Like you know, like I miss I miss like, the academic side of it. Yeah, like educating education yeah. side. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and then I guess the final thing we can talk about is just kind of like the idea of like being an adult versus like a student mm-hmm. i thought that'd be really nice because technically this is like the end of our student life unless we go back to masters you know? well probably will but um <laughs> yeah i think it's just like things like it's my, it's way more structured now my week i know I'm, I'm in office nine to five i can even work from home if i want to but i don't know mm-hmm. and then i also things like just like being more professional i feel like especially because we've had lots of networking events recently i i, I want to try to get better at like networking and communicating to like seniors especially and also thinking about like like structuring what my future will look like like having an active say in like where I want to go for uni and like what I want to achieve and who I want to become and stuff wow sounds so boss lady <laughs> yeah yeah I, mean, I don't know I feel like my goal is to like start a practice 
That's okay. I will like 100% support you on that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Help with the design and everything. Yeah, I feel like for me, like I agree, like your your week is very like much laid out for you. Like you know, nine to, nine to six is like blocked out mm-hmm. on your calendar from Monday to Friday. So yeah, I feel like for me, it's really clear. And I really like that routine. Like I thrive on routine. Like I'm getting back my gym routine back. Like I'm That's waking great. up at six and then like I go back home. I can work on stuff and then I sleep early. So it's really nice. I really enjoy that. And then I know when I can work on like my side stuff and like things that I'm interested outside of work. So it's really nice to have that. And I know that I'm only going to be free on the evenings and on the weekends. So actually I realize now that you're just planning ahead for all the weekends. And then now I'm like the only free weekend I have the next is like, I don't know, mid-December or something. So it's like, so it's like planning out all the weekends and stuff. But the only thing I also realized is like, you just have a lot less holidays in general. Yeah. But the good thing is that you're not bound to student holidays anymore. So you're not bound to like the holidays oh, that a true. lot of people are going. So yeah. like not Christmas, not summer. You know, I was talking to you about- just take leave whenever. Yeah, you just take leave whenever. So it's nice you can go like on the off-peak seasons for like traveling That's and everything. True. So it's like really good. So yeah, I'm going to go home during Chinese New Year, which is really nice because- like London doesn't have that so it's really nice but when I go home it's gonna be like Christmas and then like you said I think it's also like setting like personal goals for you like I want to try and be more like financially literate about like what I want my life to look like like you said like in five years and all those things and like how to be a better person network network actually I never really thought about networking but like I guess in general just like communicating clearly and talking to people of different ages because Mm -hmm. we're always so used to being in a bubble with people of the same age you know so it's like being in a new environment and trying to like get used to it I was definitely really intimidated in the beginning yeah I feel like some people are very good at it as well I'm not good at it that much but I feel like some people are really good like at beginning to like seniors at parties right. or gatherings yeah I, I'm not that great I'm trying but I think also like I, I do think like especially in, in architecture like people can tell when you just like work hard and you do good work I feel like that's the, that's the thing that I really like about, about the profession it's not a lot of waffling like you can't really waffle about like like, if your work is not good, like, your model is not nice, your drawings are not clean, like, people can tell. And people, yeah. people would respect you for just, like, being a good worker. worker. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, it's just thinking a lot. And, like, for me, I know you you kind of want to go down the path of, like, architecture. But for me, I think this year is going to be a lot of, like, soul-searching and self-discovery because it's trying to figure out if this is, like, really the path that I want to continue on. Yeah, and, and just giving it a lot of reflection. And, like, it's totally okay if it's not, but just, like, giving it... A lot, I think it's just like a, a year of like a lot of deep thinking, you know, or maybe two years because we're gonna be working for two years with the graduate visa, yeah, you know. But you can work in a different like industry, like animation or something, like, you don't have to yeah. stay in architecture for two years, yeah. So we'll see how, how it goes, but yeah, do you have anything else to add with like job so far? No, yeah, have you been enjoying life? Yeah, but I think I've been like sick recently, I think partly because like. The 9 to 5 is a quite intense, actually, like, on your body. If you, like, plan things after 9 to work, 6. Yeah, 9 to 6. You, like, plan things after work. You have drinks on Friday. Oh, yeah. And then, like, you do things on the weekend. Like, it's actually quite a lot. To be fair, like, after work, I just want to go home and sleep most yeah. of the time. Because I feel like last time in student days, like, if I didn't want... If I was had a heart, if I had, like, a night out, next day I could just sleep in, like... That's what I nobody mean. Nobody cares. Well, you can work from home, to be yeah. honest. And you, or you just start later. Yeah, I think it's just the flexibility aspect is kind of gone. The only flexibility is like working from home. Anyways, I think it's just been, for me, like I'm enjoying life so far. It's just been learning a lot, like growing exponentially, like from university. And that's good. Yeah, I think it's just nice to like step out from the education bubble and just see what it's like in the real world. I do like that we have this break 
before masters yeah and it's also really nice to just talk to like different people who like studied in the bartlett and then see like their experiences and working in different firms and just like talk about it yeah so it's been really interesting so that's kind of like our summary and thoughts of uh working now like being a full-on adult so it's really interesting to have this um and yeah so this kind of is like the last episode of the podcast and yeah how do you feel about ending the podcast <laughs> it's been a fun ride it's been a fun yeah time. i think it was in, it was nice to reflect on things yeah and during lockdown yeah exactly um so yeah thank you so much for all of you for like joining us so far don't know if the podcast will come back at any point maybe but refresher refresher like every like one year come back and reflect <laughs> on our lives but um it's been a really nice journey um and reflecting and we had a lot of fun doing this but so far we're probably gonna like stop for a bit so yeah thank you so much for joining us throughout this journey and we're really happy to have you on board with us and yeah this is our adulting life now so we'll see where it takes us so yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. See Bye. you. Goodbye.